Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree E. Rowell. Well, hello there. How y'all doing on the day? This is the day that the Lord has made. I really do hope that you're rejoicing and being glad in it. So, I am talking about uh, mental health awareness this month. And, of course, awareness is so important. Not just only when it comes to mental health, but spiritual health, physical health, emotional, financial health, all of the health, occupational. Awareness is very, very important. Because when you are aware of something, you can do something about it. You see what I'm saying? See, if you're not aware of it, you can't do anything about it. Just like with physical, if you're not aware that uh, you could be um, having some type of issue with high cholesterol, you ain't going to be able to do anything about it. You do have to go to the doctor to get some awareness of it, though. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, make an appointment and go and do your wellness checkup every year so that you can become aware of it so that you can do something about it. Uh, emotional health. When you are aware that something is triggering you, you can do something about it. So awareness is very, very important. So with your mental health, it is good to be aware of what's going on with you. And the scripture that I had um, spoke on the on the previous episode it's also about um, awareness. And the scripture is coming from Proverbs 4, 23. That we are to keep our hearts with diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. And there's another way of this, this scripture being paraphrased, that we are to guard our hearts with diligence, for out of it, Flows the issues of life. Either way it goes, what it means is, is that we are to carefully and persistently work at dealing with the things that are going on inside of you. With you. You know? With this heart, most definitely. What is going on with you? You have to deal with it. You have to be healed. That's why it's called inner healing. Because these things are within you. So the heart is mostly where we feel things. But not only just feel, we also think it too. Whatever we think it, it's in the meat of the mind, of course. But it's still in the meat of the heart. This thing is really connected. You can't even pull these two apart. The heart and the mind? Mm-mm. You can't. You have to be mindful of what you are thinking. Because, baby, your heart is going to feel it. And after you feel it, you're going to do something. You're going to do something. You're going to make a decision to do something based on those things. So that's why we have to be careful. That's why we have to allow the Holy Spirit to bring our things to our remembrance. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. We have to allow Jesus Christ 
to reign in our lives. We have to allow uh, um, Jesus to stay on our mind so that we can be in perfect peace. We have to allow these things to happen. You know, God don't force himself upon us. It's a free will thing. But I really do pray that you do take the opportunity to just surrender and say, Lord, here I am. I'm realizing that I can't do this walk, this thing called life by myself. Mm-mm. Baby, I don't try to do it. I'm just going to say, <laughs> it was no joke. I try to do that by myself. I really try to understand about me. I don't like for nobody to tell me what to do. But that's why I had to learn on my own, too. You know, that's why I had to bump my head a few times to figure it all out, you know. But I came to find, I came to find, you know, like the Bible say, you come to yourself. Oh, yeah, baby. I came to myself and found that I could not do this thing called life without the life. Who is Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. We can do all things through the strength of Jesus Christ. Everything that's going on with you in your life, baby, it should revolve and involve Jesus Christ. It should revolve around and involve Jesus Christ. Because we cannot do this thing called life by ourselves. We can't sit up here and, and act like we don't need Jesus. Because I'm going to tell you something. You can read all the self-help books. You can go to all your therapy sessions. You can go and talk to this person and that person. You can call on that person and this person. But at the end of the day, you're going to need Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You're going to need him. So... This um, episode, I was going to be talking about the struggles because everybody is struggling with something. Don't think that the person next to you, no matter how holy you may think they are or how anointed you may think they are, baby, they are struggling with something. So am I. I'm struggling with something too. But I have to do my due diligence work. I have to be carefully and persistently working at and dealing with these things that are bothering me. So there are six uh, types of spiritual struggles. And, and, and of course, this was developed by, uh, I say, reported or researched by uh, two authors. And those names are Kenneth Pargament and Julie S. Long. And they have wrote um, a book about, you know, spiritual struggles because it, it is there. You know, we all have struggles. We just, we do. Mm-hmm. And, and I know I tell people all the time that it's good to have Jesus, but it's also good to have therapy. You need them both. Because you are not just a spiritual person, you're also a person with a soul. So that means you have a mind to think, a heart to feel, 
you know, we are to choose to do whatever you want to do. So, if line and parliament had um, wrote this article about spiritual struggles, and they said that there are six different types of spiritual struggles, and one of them is called the divine struggle. Meaning anger or disappointment with God, feeling punished, abandoned, or unloved by God. And the sample um, that that guy was felt angry at God. So if, you know, you're around someone who is feeling that they're being punished, abandoned, or unloved by God, they are having a divine struggle. Demonic struggle is the second one. Worries that problems are caused by the devil or evil spirits. Feelings of being attacked or tormented by the devil. So if you are feeling that you're being attacked or tormented by the devil, then you're having demonic struggles. Because that means that you're worried that the problems are caused by the devil or evil spirits. Doubt-related struggles. Feeling confused about religious or spiritual beliefs, feeling troubled by doubts or questions about religion or spirituality. So you're having some trouble by doubts or questions about religion or spirituality. So this is a doubt-related struggle. Moral struggles are tensions and guilt about not living up to one's highest standards, wrestling with attempts to follow moral principles. So if you feel guilty for not living up to the moral standards, especially um, living up to one's highest standards, then you are having moral struggles. Struggles of ultimate meaning. Concerns that life may not really matter. Questions about whether one's own life has deeper meaning. Question whether your life will really make any difference in the world is basically what this means is that you have a struggle of ultimate meaning. This is the sixth one. Interpersonal struggles. Conflicts about religious matters involving other people in institutions anger at organized religion, feeling hurt, mistreated, or offended by others in relation to religion or spirituality. That means having conflicts with other people in regard to religion or spiritual matters, and just basically spiritual abuse, or just basically interpersonal struggles because you are having some type of conflict with other people. So these are the uh, spiritual struggles, and they're probably more, you know, but people do be struggling with something in their lives, and we are not immune from having struggles. We are not immune from even doing bad things. All of us have the capability of doing something that we should not be doing. So that's why I say that you really do have to be honest about yourself. Just sit down and have a reflection of what is going on with you. And if you are not aware 
because the mind does have conscious and unconscious. And then the pre-conscious is in the middle, of course. There's three parts to the mind. So you may be in a in a situation or a position where you are not realizing that there are some things that stirring up in you that you're not that you just not aware of. That you may have to go talk to someone so that you can find out what's going on with you. Because people just don't do things just to be doing it. Yeah, you make a decision to do it. You know, people make a decision to go out and do bad things, evil things, even good things. Because it's all a still a will to choose to do those things. But how is it that people can just be in the same household and one doing bad things and the other one doing good things? Because they're two different individuals and they too have different mindsets. One could be thinking good things. The other one could be thinking bad things. But believe me, they both have the opportunity to have their minds renewed. They both have the opportunity to surrender unto Jesus Christ. They both have the opportunity to say, Lord, I want you to help me. I need you to help me. You know, they both have the opportunity to change their perspectives. It's all on us. It's really an individual walk. It's not so much as you know, this person doing that and this person doing that because of their parents or because of the things that they got going on in their lives. We all got something that's going on in our lives, but it's still an individual walk at the end of the day. It's still an unknown walk, you know. You by yourself, you yourself and yourself, you yourself and yourself, and just like me, myself, and I, we got to figure this thing out. <laughs> to do what we got to do in order to live life abundantly so and proverbs 4 23 says that we have to guard our hearts with diligence and I, just like i said in the previous episode you have to start off with being honest with yourself and not just being honest with yourself but being honest with god too and with others and with others. You know you're not in your good right mind, but you still want to go out here and hurt people. You still want to go out here and do things to people that is not beneficial to them, but it's beneficial to you. But some people really don't know what they're going to say. I'm just going to be honest. Some people do have a mental illness, and you have to treat them as such. If a person has a personality disorder, baby, you don't need to be having a relationship with them. Because they have a mental illness. They will not be able to give you what you need. Especially if you're the one who's saying that you need communication, interpersonal uh, skills from that person. You need them to be efficient. You need them to be able to talk to you. You need them to respect you and love you the way God loves you. But you see that they are not doing it. You see, I mean, you see it with your eyeballs. Even with your spiritual eyes, you're seeing it. You're seeing it in the natural that the person is not doing it. But in the back of your mind, you'll be thinking, but they got potential. Or if I could just pray, the Lord can change them. But baby, it's still going to be up to them to allow God to change them. 
Because God don't force himself on people. You have a free will. That person has a free will. He, he or she is allowed to, you know, have the opportunity to allow God to come in and change them. But baby, you don't know when that's going to happen. I'm just saying. We have to be mindful that everybody has struggles. And you, and if you see something, you see red flags, and you see and you hear the Holy Spirit talking to you, and, and people around you are saying, baby, no, I don't know. Something ain't right. I mean, something just ain't sitting with me right. Oh, y'all know what you mean. You know what you mean. Something ain't sitting with you right, but baby, that means you need to slow down. You need to be still. And let God be God. Mm-hmm. Because once you get into a relationship with people that have these personality disorders, you're going to find out that it's not what you thought. Mental illness is mental illness. Now, some people just have mental issues. And those can be fixed. You know, mental issues, you can most definitely allow Jesus Christ to come in and you can be transformed. But it's still your decision at the end of the day, baby. Still your decision. Mm-hmm. God is a God that loves. He loves us hard, you know. But he gonna love you, baby. All the way to the pits of hell. Because it's gonna be what you want to do. It's gonna be what you want to do. If you if you want to live your life like like uh just going around here mistreating folks and being evil and whatnot, you know, it's on you. I I would love for people, all people, to love on others, but all people are not <laughs> loving God. All people are not praying to God. All people are not believing in God, you know? So evil does exist. It's out there. We have to be aware of it. We have to be aware of how the devil come in and have your mind twisted. We have to be aware of those things so that you can do something about it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 4.23 Keep your hearts with all diligence, but out of it flows the issues of life. Those issues are there. You got to deal with them. Carefully and persistently working and dealing with those things that are bothering and hindering you from being the man or woman that God created you to be. Mm-hmm. So, I hope y'all have a wonderful day on this day. And please subscribe so that you don't miss another episode. But not only that, also share this podcast with other people who can also benefit from the mental health Bible study. And I thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.